Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pillow Talk Radio. I am your host, Tahani, and before I even begin the show, I want to say Happy New Year and welcome to all of our old listeners and our new listeners. Excuse me, guys, a little tongue-tied because I'm really excited. Um, Tonight's a very special evening for us all. Um, It's been a very long time since we've aired. I do want to give my... um, Deepest condolences and shout-out to Mr. 718. We lost him a couple of years ago, a very faithful caller. Rest in peace, Mr. 718. Pillow Talk loves you. But before I um, go on and on and on, I would love to introduce a new co-host, personal friend of mine, beautiful woman, beautiful, journalistic chick is here with us. Um, like I said, I'm going to just let her introduce herself, but journalistic chick is our new co-host. Sahani, thank you so much for the warm welcome. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I love the claps. I love the claps. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so excited, you know, just for this year and what we have in store for you guys. So to all the old listeners, the new listeners, thank you so much for your support. Um, We have a lot of things lined up for you guys over the, you know, the next few months. You know, great guests, good topics, sexy, freaky fun things we're going to be learning. It's going to be educational, good music, you know, so I'm excited, you know, so please, 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 please support, you know, continuously. I'm, I'm thanking you in advance, you know, for your continued support. Um, so, you know, without further ado, with that being said, I want to introduce our first guest. He is an HIV advocate who has been living with HIV for the past six years, uh, Mr. Hugh Ankra. Absolutely, we're happy to have you and just give you this platform. We know it's you know pretty tough to deal with or actually speak about something like this. Um, I've been promoting this for a few weeks now, so pretty much everyone knows that you have HIV, but we want the details, you know. So spill the tea. We want to know how it happened, when it happened, and we'll give you the floor. So please spill it. Thank you. Well, how it happened. How it happened was uh, I was living on another lifestyle, another lifestyle that most people won't dare try. And also, when I came across that bridge to D.C., I seen this beautiful girl, and I told myself, man, I just want to have sex with her one time. But that one time turned into a year, year and a half of unprotected sex. So after that, she wound up confessing to me that he what would it take for you to hate me? I said, You got something to say, go and say it. 
She said, all right. She said, remember the rumors that you were hearing? I said, yeah. What's up with that? She said, it's true. That's okay, so let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Right. You were hearing okay. rumors that this girl mm-hmm. you were dealing with had HIV? Did you ever yeah. address those rumors? Every time somebody said something to me, even one, I can I can remember a couple times I went in the house to lie. I lied. I just felt like lying to her because I just was tired of her. So I came in the house and said, yo, why did somebody just stop me and say that you had that bug? She said, I don't got no bug. They need to mind their business and see if they got it. I'm tired of these people. That's what I want to do on your side. And my head was like, please, you'll never come out VA with me. You can't come out VA with me. You're going to stay where you're at right here, where you're safe at. Oh, you, I don't mean to uh, interrupt this Tahani. So basically what you're saying is that you were hearing these rumors prior to her confessing that she was carrying the virus. And throughout the time when you were hearing these rumors, you didn't think to get tested? I'm just jumping off what journalistic just asked. So you didn't think to get tested during the time? Fear. Fear of me knowing. You know? I was scared to find out if I had it. I used to say, if I got it, I didn't want to know, let me die. But now I'm educated about HIV. No pun intended, but I might live more longer than half the listeners than y'all. Hmm. That, it makes me think about a lot of things. First of all, um, you know, I know rumors are based off of lies usually, most times, but this is not an episode where, you know, maybe you heard rumors about her cheating or something like that and you brushed it under the rug. This is something that has to do with life and death, possibly, you know? So, I mean, from what, for me, you know, if I was hearing rumors, my first instinct would to be, hey, let's go to the doctor, you know, let's get tested together. How were you able to just sweep it under the rug? Like, were you just in love with her? Like, what was it? Yeah, first of all, like I said, I wasn't in love with her. I thought I was in love. I know what real love is, but I found out after I caught HIV. Maybe I didn't ever want to take my time with all the females that I slept with to find out what real love was about. A couple of females used to be like, Hugh, I told you, I told you you should stay right here. Why'd you go over there, Hugh? Why'd you go there? Well, yeah, that's what under the bridge, so that doesn't really matter. But I'm thinking about how you even loved yourself. So at that point in time, you definitely could not have loved yourself if you were going to still continuously for whatever the remainder of your relationship was to continue to have unprotected sex with someone who you're hearing rumors about that has HIV. I'm just, my mouth is open right now. Yeah, mine is because I'm honestly thinking that if if you hear something like that, the first thing I would think a person would do would be to get tested. No, well, first of all, stop having sex with them until you find out the truth. Right. Then get tested and then deal with it from that point on. But this is actually going to bring me into my next question because I do understand you being fearful. That's something that happens to everyone. If, you know, anyone who has ever taken an HIV test, you're on pins and needles because you don't know. You just don't know. But my question is, how long did she have this disease, or did she just contract it and then finally tell you, or was this something that uh, this is, you know, yeah, like how long did she yeah. have it before you even found out? I love it when and people want to know how long did she have it. She had it for 10 years. 
10, not 5, not 4, not 3, not 2, not 1. She's a vet with HIV. I'm a vet with it now. I was forced to be a vet. I was 10 years? years. So add that 10 plus my 6. She's had it for 16 years. Oh, my God. Wow. And she's, she's still out there. She's still out there passing around. She's still out there passing disease around. How does this you know happen? How does this happen? Like, I'm really going to just take in what you just said, honestly, because this is just, this is a lot to take in. This woman had HIV for 10 years, okay? And she carried on a relationship with you knowing that she had it and allowed for you to have unprotected sex with her. And she didn't say anything. You guys didn't Not one. say anything. Not one. Never did she say, you got to start wearing a condom. If she would have said that, the lights did when I went on. I'd be like, yeah, right. You have to have sex with no condom. But right, that was your girlfriend. Yeah. So right. She, why she, would she, she never said Exactly. But the whole I mean, time, why she did What you were thinking. Exactly. Average Joe was a thing like that, too. Okay. The whole time she, was, she had a recipe for me, you know? Hmm. And that recipe was HIV. But okay, not, so I'm, oftentimes, when you find out some information like that that's so detrimental to your health, your first instinct is to seek revenge. So right. what were your initial feelings when you first found out that you contacted the virus? Take us with you. Take us on that journey. Where were you? What What did you feel, like journalistic just said? Take us with you on that journey. Okay. I was at work. She called me and told me. I was shocked. When I got to the house, she said it again. Where I was at, I don't even think I was here on earth. Because all day, every day, I wake up, like, is this true? Did this happen to me? Lord, save me, Lord. Lord, save me ASAP, because I need your help. So then, later on, she said, Hugh, can we please have sex? I'm looking at her like, are you serious? I don't mean to laugh, but this is laughing out of shock. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, so wait. Did you, after she told you, she finally told you that she had it, did you go get tested or did you wait it out? Nope. Nope. I waited it out. Like I said, I didn't want to know. I'd rather have just died from HIV, no AIDS, and just leave. That's where I was at in my life. I I was suicidal. But I don't have to go to, like, no hospital type stuff. I'm saying personally, I claim myself suicidal. Of course. Everyone would have those type of thoughts at that moment in your life. Right. So when exactly did you go to the doctor to confirm it? How long was that? And, and also, did you have sex with her when she asked? No. Listen, one thing about me, if you do some old Bama stuff and I'm not rocking with it, I will cut you off quickly. <laughs> You gotta keep in mind, I'm, I'm Hugh Hefner. I, I was. Let me stop saying I, I am. I was Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. No one, oh, that's a strong yeah. name to give someone. Did you get that to yourself? Someone else gave that to you. 
I mean, I mean, my mom called, my mom called me Hugh, so my mom stopped calling me just Hugh. I, I was at my dad's house. I think he had to come across that TV, and I said, damn, I want to be having the that's black my name. Wow, black that's name. funny. That's funny it's for funny me, but it's actually no, 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 no. But you know what? I'm happy that we can laugh about it. I'm happy that through all of this, he can crack a smile because, you know, some people, I mean, this happened six years ago, but for some people who are infected, it's like they allow for it to stop their right. lives. You know, they're still walking and breathing, but they consider themselves like a dead person walking. They just basically just cease everything, you know, life. And, you know, to laugh about it, I think it's really important because there's someone out there who probably needs to laugh. Um, you know, and I, I I do have a question for you, Hugh. Were you be were you faithful to this woman? Like because Hugh Hefner, let's all be honest. We know Hugh has a lot of women, so obviously you gave yourself that name. You weren't seeing just one person at one time, or was this no. female the one that locked it down? No, I, no. At first, she did lock it down, right? Oh. But after a while, after a while, me being there, yeah, I felt like I wanted to drift. So when I drift, I mean, I, I literally drift. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was having sex with other girls, but it was more. So when I'm having sex with other girls, I had condoms in those days. I never, okay, I never had it. sex with anybody else raw after I had sex with her. Raw. But you knew you had it though. You weren't just assuming. You already had went to the doctor when you were having sex with other women, or you just were assuming you had it because she told you. I, I was, I was assuming that I had it because she told me she had it. Oh my God. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I was scared mm. to go to the hospital. And go in the oh, hospital. You have HIV, sir. So you were scared of that, but you wasn't scared yes. of giving I mean, the virus to someone the else. Right. Wow. Uh, I don't even know the words. <laughs> I'm just astounded at the moment. Me too. You know? Me but too. it's also something for us to all realize when we're having sex and we're, you know, we meet people out at the club or at the bars and, you know, we. Maybe you had a bad week at work and, you know, we're like, oh, we want to live out loud this weekend. I'm just going to go meet mm-hmm. him and have sex with him. You don't know his past. You don't know right. what he's dealing with right at that moment. So every girl that Hugh had sex with at that time when he thought he had it because his girlfriend just told him that she had it mm. was, you know, like out there under the microscope. You know, like they could have, they might have it now. We don't know. You know, yeah. Hugh, do you keep in contact with any of these women you slept with? And during that time? Nah. No one wanted to talk to me at all. Oh, wow. Well, I get that. I'm in, Jeez. I, I, I'm in, I'm in boxing a couple of them. A couple of them like, no, no, I ain't trying to hear it. I ain't trying to hear it. So that one that kept saying, I ain't trying to hear it, I ain't hear it. I had to go back to my books and let her know that, listen, when we were done having unprotected sex and I drifted off and went to that to the storm, I never came back. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So when she realized this, she left me a nice message in my inbox, and I felt that she was genuine about it. So, right. but like the majority, the majority of the females, they ain't trying to hear it. But some well, of them, I, I told you, enough to go get tested. I hope it's important. I hope they all listen to what I'm saying now. Get tested. Don't be scared to get tested, though. And females. Get it over with. Just, just get it done right. and, and just get it over with because that's what's important. You know, knowing your status instead of fearing because when you do that, then, you know, all these other things happen and then you're out there spreading, you know, the, the disease and it's just, it's never, 
it's never a good thing. But what I want to do, guys, um, and callers and, and listeners, we're going to take a short break while we all just absorb um, this information. We will be back. Right. Um, Get you soon. a glass of wine. Please. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you one. <laughs> we'll be back, guys. <laughs> I'm on a date like a maniac, head like a brainiac, better reach the sound like a zodiac, I'm a low-key freak, you don't know me yet, good head got a little bite too, little booty got a little bounce too, we could go all damn night too, wipe that, gon' throw right through, oh I, oh I, oh I, oh I, wait too long, oh this dick is way too long, I think I could take it all, oh I, oh why you acting scared, pull that pull up like a chair, no you see me over here,
like my ex, you know? Mm-hmm. So right now at this point, where's your level of trust? Like, do you trust women? Do you trust men? Do you trust your friends? Do you trust your family? Where's your level of trust? My level of trust is like I'm I'm highly motivated when I'm in front of somebody. I don't never put my brain like don't trust on. I give everybody a chance, but when I give you a chance and you show me your your behind, you let me know you don't really care about me at all. Right. You know what I'm saying. I have a question so for you, um, Hugh, um, really, really quickly, because I know that a lot of times, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, when you um, found out that you were infected, what were, were you experiencing symptoms that, like, what prompted you to go finally get tested? Like, what, because, okay, she told you, okay, she told you, right? Okay, you know now. What made you get tested? Did you have okay, to hear her so- say it? For me to go get tested, I told her, I didn't, I didn't, when she was promoting go get tested, go get tested, every time she said go get tested, just raise the stakes of I got it, you know what I'm saying, even though I didn't go find out, because technically I would never go into nobody's clinic and tell somebody I think I got HIV, you know what I'm saying, it's a Men are always it's, afraid to go to the doctors, but from yes. this conversation, men, if you are listening, please go get your checkup, yes. it's okay. Both of y'all go get checked up. That's right. You'll right. you find out who, 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 what, what real love is about. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm looking for real love. I need love. Just because I got HIV, you don't want to love me? Yeah. I need love. And that's a sad aspect of it. That's really sad. It is. You know? it, it, it really is. So so tell us, like, what, what made you finally get tested? What was your breaking point? Well, I was forced to get tested because when my sister said something's wrong with him, my sister said, you're losing weight. What's wrong with you? I came out and said, Nikki, I do not know, but I know that I'm, I'm, I don't feel good. So the first time I ever – I had to go through therapy with the psoriasis, my whole body. I used to have to go to the dermatologist out uh, Bristol because my sister was at Bristol at the dermatologist office. So I got a good discount. So I'm going to the dermatologist. I had to go in there. I had to wear a jock strap and wear some goggles. I had to stand in the box for like three minutes to get light therapy. So after that, I'm in Fairfax Hospital for four months. I even tried to leave on the fourth month. And then when I tried to leave, my brother, my brother-in-law's sister came. The, uh, the rehab people came. They said, we heard you left. You had to come to us. So when I got there, I was stuck there for a year and a half. No, a year and a day. In a week, I mean, a week. So, Until I got my own apartment. So you were forced to get tested because you had concerned family members. But were there any symptoms yeah. besides the weight loss? Like, okay, so you had oh, yeah, weight, weight loss. Okay. Weight loss, skin looking pale, dry. Uh, I, w- I was drinking a lot of, I used to always want to drink juice. I wasn't really eating, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't even mm-hmm. sleep at night because when I'm laying on my in my old room and I turn around, it, it, like the skin is irritating, it's burning, it hurts, you know what I'm saying? It, it was just, it was just, oh God. So I have a question about that. If if this woman had HIV for ten years, throughout those ten, well, you guys were together for two years. So throughout those two years, 
none of those symptoms came up in her? Like, did she have, right. you know, yeah. anything with psoriasis no. nope. or nope. nothing? Nope. Nope. So you had nothing. no idea. Wow. I had so no then, idea. So that's probably she had to take her medicine. Yeah. You didn't see any medicine around the house. You were living with her in the medicine cabinet, nothing? Ladies, no medicine. I check her pocketbooks. I check the car. I check old shoe boxes. The the uh the closet in the living room, I check that. I check everywhere. Mm. No medicine. So when she told me she had it, I said, Slim, so why not why are you gonna be taking your medicine? And now at this time the answer she told me I didn't I couldn't imagine it. She said, I don't like the way the the way the medicine makes me feel. Okay, I guess that's cool. But you need to tell me if you haven't been taking your medicine. But now I know if she was taking the medicine at the time, she could have gave me a hell of a good chance to live a normal life. But I'm still gonna live my normal life. Mm. I'm not gonna let HIV stand in my way. And you shouldn't. Which Absolutely. is why I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad you're yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's wonderful. Do you ever think about? I mean, I know it takes time for the show, but I know you said that you were dealing with other women at the time when you were dealing with her. But do you ever think about those women ever, you know, like possibly coming back to you in the in the future, saying, "Listen, I have HIV now." Like, and then you being responsible. Like, how would that make you feel? Because it's basically like having blood on your hands. How would it make you feel? Oh, well, I, I'd be I'd feel appreciated. If they came back and told you that you told them, huh? you infected them. If you, if they came back and told you that you infected them, these women that you were sleeping with when you were sleeping yes. with, this, you yes. would feel appreciated. Yes, I, I, I would because it be is on different terms. It's on different terms. It's you not totally like you lost me. You really lost me. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm lost. Yeah, I don't know how you would feel yeah. appreciated. They're not going to come back to you happy. They're coming. Yeah, they're going to be pissed off. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel appreciated? You said what? How they're do you feel appreciated? Yeah. Because they're coming back. They're not coming back well, to say, hey, James, I, I thank you so much for giving me HIV. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see the question. Now, I'll be sick. I will be sick. I will be sick about it. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm sick saying, I'm like, appreciated. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sick. I'm just trying to but I, I fell off a little bit, but I'm back. I'm back. That. Because you know what, this is definitely a lot to take in. And what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to take another break. And when we come back, because we have so many questions, but we want to be fair to the audience. We have quite a few callers. So we're going to actually take you all's calls. But uh, let's just absorb again, you know, what's going right. on. Because Get you another yeah. glass of wine. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. And call in. Call in. Call in, guys. guys. Exactly. We'll be back.
Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Got Rojane permission. Okay, people, you guys are still there? Yes, we are. All right. Okay, so like I said, um, we have so many questions, but I see a lot of callers, so I want to give everyone a chance to speak to Mr. Ankara. Um, I'm going to call out a number that looks very familiar, and this is an old listener from before, part of the panel. See him right here. Uh, see it, 347-728-1912. Would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Mr. Hugh Ankara, HIV advocate. Let us know what you think about the show so far and your thoughts. Hello? Hello? Are you there, Carl? Hey, how you doing? We're good. How are you? Hello? Hi, is this uh, yeah. 728-7728? Hello? Can you hear me, Caller? Okay, I don't. Uh, know what happened. I'm going to try that in a few. I don't know exactly what happened, but I see another caller on here. I see a, a, the uh, 240-350. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Okay. Let's go to the next caller. 347-728, are you there? Okay, doesn't look like that caller wants to speak. I see another 718-772. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Yeah, sure. Caller? Hey, hello. How are you, Caller? What's up? Hello. Any questions for our guest? Hi. I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say that I I really commend him. Um, I commend you, my brother, because first off, tonight, catching the case, you know, also finding out what you found out, you know, with, with her knowing that she had it and, you know, you contracted it through her deceit, you know what I'm saying? I really commend you not catching the case. And I guess through the years staying strong and being an advocate and, you know, a front man speaker for what, you, you, what you've been through, what you're still going through. And, you know, lastly, just, just for... Continue to live a regular life. You know what I'm saying because most people would probably just slit their wrist, slit their throat, put them to their head, jumped off a bridge in front of a car. Who knows? You know what I'm saying so. That's that's all I have to say. I'm gonna continue to listen there, but I really do commend you. I right, keep keep strong, and I hope you know everybody that's tuned in. You know, just take heed, and you know I have this motto I live by. You know, you live, learn, and apply. Just learn from his mistakes that he lived and apply to your current situations and your future endeavors. That's all I have to say. But, you know what I'm saying? Peace and stay strong, brother. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. Appreciate that, man. Much love. All right. Okay, let's try this number. 347-728. Caller, are you there? Would you like to speak on tonight's topic? 347-728, Three four seven seven two eight. Are you there? Okay. Another caller eight six two five seven one. Are you there? And would you like to on tonight's topic? Yes. Hi. Um. Hello. I'm listening, and I'm hi. How are you? And I'm totally in shock by your story. But like the caller said before me, I do commend you for being brave and coming out. 
But your story just reminds me of that Tyler Perry movie they did a while ago with the young lady who was a housewife, and she met the guy who was rich, and he had AIDS. And that alone just scared me. Mm. And that was just a movie. So to hear this coming from an actual real person is just even more scary. It just makes me want to stay in the house. Like, how you how do you trust people? Like, I heard them ask you that question, but and I know that you do you you are up honest about your situation. Like, are you do you still feel worried or that fear of rejection? Oh, I have a lot of rejections. A lot. Sometimes it wow. hurts so bad, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have HIV, I probably could have cracked a lack of these females, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if I got HIV, that puts me in the box, the Kennedy box, for life. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought I'm, about I'm, that, you I'm, know, I'm, like, how do you feel about getting married now? Like, do you still want to get, did you ever want to get married, or do you want to get married? Technically, I've never thought about getting married to nobody but this one girl. But that was a long-distance relationship, so that was never going to work. And plus that long-distance relationship, she knew how I was. Me here and you up there, it's not going to work because I'm, I'm a cheat. I'm definitely going to cheat. Not now, and though. She was before. Here. Before, you mean. Yeah, not before, now. before. All right, right. Now, now, now I'm living a clean life. Good. Now I live a clean life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you, caller, for calling in and asking that yes. question. That was a good question. Great question, caller. Okay, we have another caller from nine seven three eight zero nine. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Hi. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. How are you? Thank you for calling in tonight. Thank you. I just want to commend the young man for being so open and honest about this situation. I think this topic is um, one that we really need to uh, continue talking about, especially in uh, the black community. It's such a stigma attached to HIV, AIDS, and also mm-hmm. just the youth. You know, we don't see as many commercials or you know, programs that we used to, me growing up in the in the 80s, you know, at the spark of the epidemic, it was right in our face. And the youth seem to uh, have forgotten that it still is a very serious issue in this country. So I commend him for keeping the message out there. But the question that I have is, I don't know if I missed this part, but did you ever consider pressing charges against this woman? Because that is a crime to mm. knowingly infect mm. people. Good question. Mm. Yes, mm. That's a great question. Yeah. That was actually yeah. one of our questions later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the caller's name? My name is Tadisha Esteli. Hi. Okay. 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 Anyway, anyway, do you have speak about pressing charges? Yes, I did. First process was I need to get the number seven district police department. I called seven district to answer the phone. Seven district, how can I help you? I said, yes, I want to make a complaint. Complaint on who? I told him the name. She, no, no, she said, sir, we do not handle those cases. You're going to have to call the health department. Okay. I called the health department. They said, how can I help you? I said, I want to make a complaint on somebody. She said, what's the name? I told her the name. I told her where she stayed. She said, the only thing she can do is go knock on the door and, sir, you have to understand, she does not have to tell me 
that she has HIV. I said, that's law. And then she said, wow. so I'll get back with you. No one got back at me. You know why they didn't get back at me? You know why they didn't get back at me? Because I got a wow. Virginia ID. They're not going to... And then I'm, I'm trying to uh, uh, build a case on somebody from the district. No, it's not going to work. It's not gonna, I got to gotta hire me a lawyer. I have to hire me a lawyer so that the lawyer can go to D.C. and put the paperwork in so we can get her. Because we did have sex in Virginia, too, but I can't prove that day when we had sex in the parking lot. There's no way I can right. prove that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Mm. okay. Wow. Well, thank you so much. So don't that, move to that Virginia is what you're really yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but, no, well, that's what it sounds like. Like, where's the, where's the justice at? But that right. was a great question, Carla. That, that, that was a really great thank question. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Okay, we have another caller, um, 703-619. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Are you there? 703-619, we want to speak on tonight's topic? No, my questions are being answered. I can hear you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. We have another well, caller. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely, always. We have another caller from 703-953. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Are you with us, caller, 703-953? I'm here. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, Hi, hello. Hi. Hey, I'm very close to Hubert. I've known him for quite some time. I've seen his highs. I've seen his lows. Um, He's, you know, a very special, you know, person in my kids' life. All four of my kids love him dearly. Every single child in the community loves him very much so, which every single child also knows his situation and his status because he lets it be known to the kids in the neighborhood. Um, and I just want to commend him on everything that he's accomplished thus far, you know, just Hubert being him as a person. He's, you know, a really nice guy. And I just wanted to tell him how much I appreciate him, and I'm here to support him in any which way that I can. Oh, that's beautiful. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank you. You're welcome. Love. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, we, we have should probably take caller. one more caller, right? One more. Absolutely. Caller? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, actually, we can take quite a couple of callers, to be honest with okay. you. Yeah. Uh, we have another caller from nine one seven six zero two. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Yes, I would. Good evening, ladies. Hello. Hi. How are you? First, I would like. I'm great, thank you. First, I would like to send love to my two beautiful, gorgeous, talented nieces, Samia and Tahani. And I would like to say oh, welcome to Holistic. And thank you. Um, I said welcome to you're welcome. And um, many blessings to you guys and to the caller. Um, I really commend you for coming out with this information. And I have a question. I would like to know, is the young lady still living? Oh, yeah, she's living, and she's up to no good still. Okay, because I don't promote yeah, violence. She's but... still living. <laughs> I don't promote right. violence, right. but, okay. And have you my seen next her? Caller, yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you, seen, have you seen the young lady? Yes, I have. I've seen her, like, uh, 
two summers ago at the wharf. So when okay. I seen her, and my, I was wow. stuck. I was stuck. My legs, my legs were telling me go approach her. But I guess D.C. police is all around, and I'm not trying to get locked up on a Saturday in D.C. I won't come on until Monday. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, I feel like this. If you were if you were correct in everything you did, although you shouldn't have, you know, no one should be having unprotected sex, my thing to you is never give up on trying to pursue justice and always know that God has your back. Okay. And I just want to say, God bless you, and I hope everything works out. Okay, God. We couldn't. I know. I couldn't even hear you guys. Did you hear what I said? said No, I said to I said to you. I said never give up and pursue that justice for this case. And God bless you, and I hope everything works out. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, looks like we have another call. Seven, let's, oh, sorry, five, four, zero, four, four, six. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Let us know. Five, four, oh, four, four, six. Yes, Yes, can you hear me? Uh, Welcome back to uh, Pillow Talk Uh, Well actually I don't want to go into a long Drawing out dialogue but it's just two things I want to say The first thing I want to say is You can't block out the sun With your finger And the second thing I want to say Is that the wisdom of a man Is lost between the thighs of a woman So with that being said These things have gotten Not just And you can reverse that You can put it in any order you want You know but we should apply that. And I have a question now on top of just saying that. Uh, my brother, are you involved in any type of yeah. support groups uh, as far as, like, uh, you know, to give you support outside of what you're already dealing with? And then are you primarily still dealing with mainstream society or are you dating within the, the support group of AIDS? Oh, excuse me, HIV. Mm. My bad. That's a good question. What I'm doing in my community is from time to time I do speaker engagement. I spoke at TC Williams twice. I spoke at Listen, Listen Vision Radio by Howard University. I spoke at the ER radio station. I spoke at my probation office. You know, I'm doing work like that to keep the okay, kids now, safe. Like the caller said. For your personal, because you know, just because you have the virus doesn't mean that you're still not going to be having, uh, you know, attraction to females in general. So what I'm saying is, are you dating within uh, within communities or, you know, I don't know, the support group where people are willing to come out and say they have this. So this way your choices are your choices and you're not bringing this to mainstream society. Like I I made a joke about this, right? My clinic, they do like a little party, right? And I told one of the counselors, I said, listen, I'm going to come, but no ladies, are, are there's going to be any girls like 36, 38, and up. She was like, I don't know, but just come. So when I came, no female was in there that I was attracted to. I had to be attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I came as with no ugly girl. So yeah, well, well, that, I'm not just... Seen the, uh, yeah, Hugh Hefner is still there. 
That's like going to the club and saying, you know, you don't like the music, you know, so you don't right. go back to that club. Right. You know, there's other clubs that play maybe, you know, and just using that as just an example that uh, maybe they're playing the music that you like in the form of females that you're looking for in that age bracket. Because, you know, you can't right. rely upon a little thin piece of rubber if you get that deep into it, uh, you know, uh, to protect right. you or actually to protect other people. So, you know, like I said, the wisdom right. of a man is lost between the thighs of, the, of a woman. You know, you lose one-third of your mm. wisdom, brother, every time you think it hard. So, you know, mm. what are oh. you dealing with mm. to protect society wow. and your community right. and yourself? Because right. just like if that car can break, you know, that revenge could be on you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with yeah. that being said, I, I'm pretty much done with it. But um, I want to say, brother, I make Thank I'll you, make Colin. a you know prayer for you, do I? And just think about what I say, brother, and and listeners. I'm definitely thinking about it. Thank Peace you, and Black so Power. Thank you for calling. That was yes, great question. We appreciate yes. that. Thank you, Colin. Okay, we have another call um, from three four seven five two two. Caller, would you like to speak on tonight's topic? Let us know. Yes, Mr. Bush. Hey, Mr. Bush, how you doing? What's good? What's good? Yeah, I, I chimed in kind of late, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Word up. You know? Yes, you know? Mr. Bush. How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for the love. Yeah, what's good? What's good with y'all? Good to see y'all back on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we're back in yeah. action. Thank God. So, yeah, so Mr. Yeah, Bush, you know? what do you have to say about have to say about tonight's um, topic, tonight's uh, guest. You know, it's an unfortunate situation for my man right there, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, um, I'm, I'm never going to let a woman be responsible for me. I'm going to be responsible for myself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, yeah. you, 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 you know, you, you look into a pool and you see, you know, piranha, you know, you dive in, you're going to get chewed up by piranha. My thing is, is like, you don't have to know that, that, that there's piranha in a pool. You know, you take the necessary precautions right. to make sure you don't get bit before you die. You know? Right. I mean, you know, I, I, I feel bad that the situation turned out to to be what it is, you know, but, um, you know, how can I put it? I, I've seen many people, you know, presented the opportunities, you know, to, to avoid a situation. It's kind of like a dude that, that knows that he got problems with a guy that's walking towards him, you know, and he know that guy got a gun on him, and he says, you know, I'm going to walk that way anyway. You know? Right. It's like walking to mm-hmm. a room with a woman, and no matter how well you think you know, the possibilities lie that you don't know her well enough to say, yo, I'm willing to take that risk. So, you know, you know, right. I, I don't sound like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm not supportive of this cause, and, 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 you know, and I'm glad that he's doing things with himself and, and the, the support group and, and the talks and going out, you know, you know, but, um, when you when you take that when you take that risk, you know you can be mad at the person that gave it to you, but you got to be more mad at yourself than anything, you know, yeah. because that person that tell you so hit this role like that, you know, or if they did, you should say, hmm, what's the possibilities and, and what's the repercussions, you know, because mm-hmm. when you was laying there, you got that nut off. You was laying there, you know, you was good. 
Like, yeah, you know. Right. It was. So, so you know, these are these are the repercussions. These are the repercussions of the actions. You know, do you shoot yeah, somebody? You, you gotta to make jail. better decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm sure you so much, um, Mr. Bush. We we really appreciate that. We're going to be wrapping yeah, up soon, you. but we do have, um, you know, we still have the floor for any open questions. But I do want to say this though, um, before we do. Uh, wrap it up. Um, Mr. Ankara did state uh, in an earlier call that the well, woman is still up to no. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, what I really want to say is that uh, Mr. Ankara has stated that she was still up to no good. So when you say that, Mr. Ankara, you basically were saying that she's out there still basically doing what, you know, what, what, what she does. She's doing her good. She's doing her, she's doing her good. And I told her one day, I said, you better be happy. I'm not the same guy because I will snatch your life from you. <laughs> and that, yeah, but I feel like there are efforts that you can take to still get her, you know, reprimanded in some type of way. She is definitely committing a crime. And but we you know, all know that. But, I would, you know, I heard that in D.C. you couldn't do that. Somebody did bring that to my attention. I don't know how true that is, yeah. but... I mean, if she's out there still threatening HIV, and he said as, as recent as what, like a um um a month ago, possibly, right? Um, yep. What some action needs to be taken with the state of Virginia? You know, they won't recognize it until you make a stand. You have to take a stand, make a stand, do whatever paperwork you need. She is committing a crime. She's killing people. Technically, if we want to be very, very, very technical, she's a murderer. It's attempted right. murder, and th- and that's a yeah. It's attempted murder. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's attempted murder, and you know what this actually brings me to, JC. This brings me to our bedroom buster, guys, and our right. bedroom buster is something new that we started. Yes. Oh, 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 yes. oh my God! Oh, are you recording? Are you recording? Okay, so basically. <laughs> Whoever that was was getting pounded. <laughs> they were having a good time, right? Hope they were wrapped yeah. up. How about that? Right. Yes. Right. Yes, okay. Up, so today's best guys, is this, okay? In Greece, police are allowed to arrest anyone suspected of having HIV. So basically, police are allowed to force people into HIV testing. They have to give their public name. Everything is going to be publicized. People who they suspect are positive, and if they reject the test, they will be evicted from their home. This is in Greece. I I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. Because how how can you see someone walking on the streets and assume that they have a disease? You don't know what they're going through. You know, you said some of the symptoms were paralysis, maybe he had bumps on his face, he was losing weight. Mm -hmm. They don't know you from a can of paint, so they don't know how you weighed before. So they might see you have dry skin, you know, maybe you have bumps in your face. You can have acne. How can you as a police officer stop someone on the street and say, hey, you look like you have HIV. I'm going to arrest you right now. Go get testing now. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's judgment. And, you know, we all practice judgment a lot in our daily lives. And I I, kind of want to cease that. We have to stop doing that. I I don't agree with that. And I want to know why you guys agree with that. I mean, I feel like... I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it. I thought you were just with me, (laughs) dude. I agree with it. I know you said I agree. I heard you say I agree. I'm not going crazy. 
Yeah, but when he was done, he the question. I was like, nah, uh, uh, I don't agree. Well, I agree with it to a certain point. And maybe it's just like that because, you know, we're talking about Greece and they don't have the technology that we have, the resources and stuff like that. But I can understand somewhat for, you know, and you know what? Someone just uh, wrote in the, uh, in, in the chat, someone just wrote, that's like a stop and frisk. Absolutely. That is like a stop and frisk. That's exactly what it is. It's it a stop is. And frisk, but it's like, right. more so like, like a stop and uh, swap. Stop and swap. Right? Swap. Stop and swap. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm still not gonna agree with that. I'm sorry, I can't. Hello. I don't think it's fair. You know, so then you go through all that embarrassment. You know, so what if you you know they arrest you, you go to the precinct, you know, you get tested and you don't have it. Now you went through what five hours of nonsense for something you don't have because someone else thought that you look like you have HIV. Like how do you how do you decipher that? You know what? That's I, I, I don't a great get it. Question. I don't think it's fair. And you know what? I think you're right and to, to a certain point. But you know what I want to do? I, this is really juicy. So I want to see if I can cram just two more callers in quickly before we leave. Because I wanted to get there. Yeah, we would love to hear from them. Yeah, let's see. Um, I think, let's see, I have a caller. Oh, we have a lot of calls, guys. I'm just so happy. Thank you so much, you guys, for calling in. Okay, we have yes, a call sorry, from seven. Sorry, we only have 60 minutes. Yeah. Okay, we have another call um, from 703593. Caller, would you like to tell us your thoughts on the bedroom buster? Just everything overall before we bring the show to an end. Caller, are you there? 703593? 703593? Okay. Oh, not there. Oh, hold on. Hello? Caller, are you there? Okay, hi, hi. How you yes, doing? I am. Hi. Hi. Hey, you, you know doing? what? I'm listening and stuff, and I'm just catching the last numbers. But you know what? I was just listening tonight, right? And then this last um, conversation about uh, not wanting to test people, pull them off the street. You know what? I think I agree that they should do it. You know why? I mean, people, you're right. You know, people are walking down the street because they have pimples or whatever the case may be. You know what it all brings it back to? It brings it back to a lot of people that's out here because they're so promiscuous, you know, and no disrespect to anyone, you know, you or whoever. But people are so promiscuous. They're so, like, really nasty, really, and just so easy, you know, to want to give up themselves. So for the people that's living in this world and they're not telling, yes, they should be notified, pulled out, and be put up where they can see that these people are walking around because, yes, they're like murderers, you know? So if somebody's not living their and life like that, that, and then we have the people that's out here that's doing that, yes, in a circumstance like that, yes, I agree. Now, if it's something that you want to pull somebody out because they're smoking weed or something, that, hey, you can do that too. But if you're doing what you got to do and you're doing the right thing, you don't have to worry about it. You understand what I'm saying? But as far as someone that has but gone around. But that's my thing. Had, what's, what's your thing? That's why I have a I'm little saying, bit of an issue because how do you know what anyone is doing by watching them walk down the street? It doesn't matter. You know, we don't know the what they're going listen through. Listen to me. Listen. Listen, let me say this. When you're talking about living in a world today where everything is sex and drugs and violence, you have the right to know if someone is going around and they're being, like, really, like, just evil and not telling you that they have this condition. So if you see someone walking, and this can be deceiving, because everything, listen, is not gold. So if you pull somebody out Mm -hmm. with this epidemic that's going around, 
right? If you pull them out and you do that and it just so happens that they do have it, well, that's a good thing because, yes, this person will be out there so people can see to make it their choice. If you want to die, if you want to die doing sex right. or just be sick from having sex, you know what? Do it on your own, not because someone else was out there doing that thing, having fun. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I understand that. Oh, I definitely yes, understand, I totally like, all perspectives on this topic. Absolutely. Yeah, I understand it was a all great perspectives topic. on the topic. Yeah, and I do. It was a great topic. You know. And before we continue, I want to cram a, a, just get one more, one last caller, and thank you so much, caller, for sharing your thoughts. Yes, thank I re- you so we, much. we really appreciate, we appreciate that. it. We Let's really get do. this last caller, and then we're going to tell you all what next week's topic is about. Caller from two zero two two six two, would you like to speak on tonight's topic before we bring the show to a wrap? Caller, are you there? Two zero two two six two, would you like to speak on the topic? Caller. Okay, I guess they don't want to speak on the topic. You guys, listeners, callers, people who join us in the chat, I want to say thank you so much for calling in tonight. Um, Mr. Ankara, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, Tonight has been beautiful. Remember, everyone, um, Journalistic Chick has joined us. She's our new co-host. I'm here. Um, she's here. <laughs> Finally, she's here. It's been a very long time. I want to thank all of the old callers for tuning in tonight. Remember, every Thursday at 8 p.m., we will be bringing you live. So would you like to tell them what next week's topic is about? Yes, next week. You better tune in. It's, this title will catch you. Leave that married man alone. And we have a special guest. So please tune in next Thursday, 8 p.m. Leave that married man alone. Yes, and if you want to follow Mr. Ankara on IG, his IG address is Mr. Ankara. One man standard 38 and Facebook Hugh Ankara. Hugh Ankara, one man standing 38. IG and Hugh Ankara on Facebook. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. We love you. Love you. Don't don't play with it, don't be decided. Baby, it's whatever Somebody gotta step up